financial literacy is tough to come by. And I know curriculums are doing more in school than maybe they've ever done before. I don't even know if curriculums teach making change. Because in some ways you think, ah, but you'll never run across it. And then somebody works in retail or works in the restaurant industry, and that's the first thing that they have to do. But financial literacy overall, because of how important it is, is one of those things that if you're a young person and you don't learn it, you can run into some trouble later in life. Peter McKay is the CEO of Hero Financial Group, and they've been looking at this. And we had a chance to talk with Peter just this afternoon, and we asked him, because he's looked into this, where are young people learning financial literacy right now? It's, it's, a, it's a great question. And uh, what we're finding is, and what I found as a parent, is that it either comes from, from us, you know, as, as, as parents, and, you know, we're like one page ahead of the manual. And it's, we probably got our teaching through osmosis around what we felt was right and should be the right thing. And there's also elements of it in in, in, uh, in high school, and some of the high schools are definitely investing in certain areas of this. Um, but it's it's the it's the timing of that that sometimes can be off. So if they're taught around how to do their taxes in grade nine, and then they're not touching it again for another four or five years, um, it's it's one of the things that's not necessarily fresh, and they get that that skill that skill fade in that particular area. So so we felt that it was important that how can we support parents making sure that we give the the right tools and the right information in the right place and then make it relevant for for kids and teens and, and young adults to have that you know that safe secure uh, um, peace of mind with that financial lit- uh, literacy wrapped around it helping them to make the right decisions we're talking right now with peter mckay from hero innovation group peter's the ceo so a couple of things there one being where would parents find those resources and maybe we can get to that in just a minute but allowing kids to realize that it's important that it can make a big difference because a lot of times they'll important is scrolling through TikTok. important is you know simply just getting together with friends you know making playlists whatever it happens to be but you know financial stuff ah that's that's for when i'm older that's for when i'm earning money so how do we kind of raise that interest level yeah, totally. And, and it's a great analogy that you use there around, you know, because because kids are more tech savvy. I mean, you know, if if, if I need to, you know, some, I work in a tech company and sometimes I get my kid take you know, something off. And, Dad, let me just show you. Like, you're doing it wrong. Right? And how many times have we had that experience? But if it's like, you know, for instance, on, the, on, on Spotify, you know, you make a mistake on a playlist. Let's say, you know, you, you get into your Justin Bieber and before long, you know, OK, you've got a playlist around that. I'm nothing against Justin Bieber. He's a great artist, very talented. But, you know, you might not be wanting to wear the T-shirts and things and get involved in that particular habitual element of that because there's not major consequences involved. If you don't get all the right habits set from an early age as far as financial literacy is concerned, you can make some fundamental mistakes so that can have some impact on you further down the line. Also around that sort of the, the, uh, the realization and the connection between funds coming in, whether that be as a, as a young adult or a teen or a, or a kid as, a, as an allowance to when that, that money disappears and it's gone. It's because it's rarely now is it actually a, a $20 bill or a $10 bill being placed into your hand. It's like, well, it's, it's digital. It's on screen. It's, it's, it's on your app. It's on your banking app. And especially when they're becoming you know, young adults, is that correlation between the two? And then, of course, you get all these companies that are 
helping you to spend that money in a more efficient way, whether it be buy now, pay later, or whether it be deferred payments, or whether it be a single click or a one tap. And it's all these things are very easy, a very easy way to, to separate you from your cash. And what we want to make sure is that, yes, you can have that convenience, but you understand the habits that you build in and around that spending. And more importantly, the habits that you build in and around the saving and understanding what the impact of that may be. Because you said, like, well, I don't need to deal with this now. I deal with this when I'm grown up. Understanding for the kids to understand if they start dealing with compound interest when they're 19 and saving for, you know, 10 years of 500 bucks a month and what that means when they hit retirement age versus not having to deal with that until they're in their 30s and then going, hey, how do I get my deposit sorted out for my first house or my first condo or my even my first car? How do I how do I save for those things? Because it's just too easy to fall back and go, oh, we'll stick it on the credit card or even worse. Mum and dad, help me out. <laughs> We're talking right now with Peter McKay from Hero Innovation Group. Peter, you illustrated something perfect. And I wonder what you find with this, because you and I can go back and a lot of us can go back. And when you wanted to save up for something, you did have a wallet, a piggy bank, a jar, a box, somewhere where you put money and you could easily go back and say, OK, what I want is $40. Uh, only have 12 going to take a little longer. Now, if you have kids with bank accounts, they simply go boop with a card or even a phone. And that transaction is never there. That that lump of money, that physical, tangible thing is never there. Is that something that's okay because their brains don't work how ours work? Or is it really important for them to learn that it's not just a, an instant ATM at the end of that phone or the end of that card? Yeah, it's 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 a great one. It was one that said, "Let me just share with you a you know very quick story." So uh, I've got I've got two two boys, two kids. Um, so one uh, just turning eighteen, and one now actually just turning twenty one. And uh, the eldest, he was sat with his uh, with his buddies over in uh, in Victoria, and um, at, uh, at Uvic that had been a uh, an orientation weekend, and uh, they, they met up afterwards. And one of his buddies has got a really nice, really sweet leather jacket on. He was like, "Hey." cool jacket where'd you get it so he explained where he got it from yeah but that cost you a bit yeah it did how are you paying for it oh orientation weekend um there were there were banks that were there and i could sign up for a credit card and i got this credit card and it comes with it comes with a thousand dollars on it he said that's great how are you going to pay it back no 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 you don't get it it, it came with a thousand dollars no no you, you need to pay that back. You realize that's not free money. And he said it was just like watching that you know that penny drop the realization come over his face of I've just spend a thousand dollars of money I don't have and at a 22% APR. And that's actually, this jacket is more than I can afford. The, the guy thought in, in university education that that was free cash. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's a that correlation between that spend and that physical, you know, that, that actual separation of funds is one thing, but also setting goals. And if you want to go and buy your jacket or your bike or your Xbox or whatever it may be, what we have in hero financials is that we have a, um, we have a roundup facility. So that roundup facility is pretty cool. And you can set that to the closest dollar, closest $5, closest $10. You go and buy your coffee, it rounds it up. And it takes that and it drops those funds into a vault. And you can set that vault to be against a particular uh, a particular goal. Uh, it can be set there for just general savings. Um, or it can be set there and you can move that, say, for instance, for social causes or or um, donations for uh, companies and and uh, and and uh, 
giving the things that you're that you're aligned with and you're aligned to so it's a bit like a secret savings account and it's just in, that helps just drop a little bit in on a regular basis and it also helps for kids to understand that that you know the pennies matter you know the pennies mount up and the pennies matter you know so uh that's one of the tools that we have in there to help with that particular correlation between those two points Peter McKay joining us right now, and we are talking about financial literacy for young people. Peter is the CEO of Hero Innovation Group, and we were just talking with Dr. Mike Moffat about how expensive this area is for young people, that financial literacy is, is kind of key. So where would parents go then, or where would guardians go? Where could even young people go in order to get some of that basic literacy some of those basic things so that they don't wind up believing that when someone hands them a credit card a one thousand dollar limit is actually one thousand dollars absolutely i mean there's some great resources out there and like i uh like i said is that some of the high schools and some of the counselors and uh, such are supporting kids in a great way and it's great to see that uh that that it's being brought more in the forefront of uh of uh uh, in, in the curriculum and being made more relevant uh, um, for the kids. There's also some great resources online. You know, I mean, if you look on, you know, whether it be YouTube or TikTok and the social media elements, there, there's some great parts there. Um, it's all very fragmented. It, it's, it's, it's trying to figure out what's relevant, what works, what's true. Um, because, you know, we all know just because it's online doesn't mean it's real. Um, so, so it is very fragmented. So there's a number of different sources that you can get it from. Um, we feel that within our platform, there's a great uh, place to collect, collate, and then deliver uh, um, that particular um, financial literacy information. And you can get to that at herofinancials.com. Um, and there you can sign up an account. You can then come on in. You can see what we've got to offer. And um, yeah, you, you, know, you can take it from there. Well, Peter, appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for bringing up this issue and paying attention to this issue because uh, it uh, it certainly is a different world financially than it's ever been, and I don't think we're going back. No, I don't think we are. That right there is Peter McKay, CEO, Hero Financial Group, talking about teaching kids financial literacy and how simple it can be to get to a point where somebody hands you a credit card and you think, yeah, $1,000 on this card? Yeah, that's amazing. Not realizing you have to pay it back. Little tiny things like that. How many times have we heard the recommendation that, you know, a great idea is to have a young person take out a loan that they can pay back and then just pay it back because it starts your credit rating and it starts moving it in the right direction. 